Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Jeff Phelps. May the Schwartz be with you. And there he is, Jim Schwartz, hired as defensive coordinator of the Browns. Fine. I, I'm not. I'm not, like, giddy, Andy. I my thought is this. Hmm. You hired a guy with extensive defensive coordinator experience who's had success as a defensive coordinator and he's coming in here to okay fine thank you. That's my that's my reaction to this. He was the guy I wanted. And Brian Flores was number 2 on my list. But Schwartz was the guy. And anybody who is screaming, well, you needed a guy with head coaching experience just in case. I, I've never believed that. I don't, I don't buy know. it at I'm, all. For some reason, I'm not buying that. No, I'm not either. Because the group that hired him now got, clearly wants to keep their job a year from now. Right. So, Unless something crazy happens, I would expect him to uh, settle in as defensive coordinator, at least for one season, because if things go sideways this season, they could all be looking for a job again next year. Right. If Schwartz does a good job, then guess whose job is solidified? Kevin Stefanski. Yep. So good. I like it all the way around. Your thoughts. 216-578-0092. Dom is in Kent. Hello, Dom. May the Schwartz be with you guys. And with you. you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I just want to say, I think the Schwartz hire is amazing. I I think he brings uh, a fire and a uh, tenacity to the defense that we've really been looking for. Um, That'll, that'll fit well with the players that we have. Um, It'll be interesting to see what he can do. Obviously, we don't like to think, obviously, he might replace Stefanski, but it's nice to have a guy like that. My biggest thing is, what are we going to do with our special teams coordinator? Um, I think that's been a question mark for maybe the last two seasons, if if, if even that. Um, but I think we need to look into that. What do you guys think? Dom, thank you very much. I don't. I, I'm okay with Mike Prefort. Look, when you're talking about a special teams coach, you're talking about taking – most of the time, the bottom of the roster and trying to turn them into something special for at least, you know, five or six plays a game, right? And so what they did, though, this season I thought that was interesting was in the beginning of the year, they were trying to get it done, especially the running game or the return game with guys that weren't starters. And once you put Donovan Peoples-Jones back there, I think it made a big difference. I thought that they, when they upgraded the returners, they upgraded the position. Now, you want to get into kicking? Okay, well, I can understand Early on, you weren't real happy with Cade York. Uh, well, early, early on, you were really happy with him because they won a game because of him. And then he he, he, he came back a little bit. I, I don't know. Getting all frantic about a special teams coach compared to a defensive or offensive coordinator is, it, I don't know. I just think it's, it's kind of silly because of the way you look at the build of a special teams unit. I, I, if you think the guy's doing a good job, he's doing a good job. That's on the coaches. I don't know that that's on us. I would agree with that. And 
we don't know enough about the intricacies of special teams coordinating. I, to me, it's always kind of a fluky thing, to be honest. There are guys who are really good at it, and, and that's pretty obvious. Jeff, I think it's harder at the pro level than it is anywhere else. Because well, I would think you're right. When you think about it, these are the, guy, the guys that are playing special teams probably didn't play a whole lot of special teams coming up. Yeah. I mean, if you're the best player on your high school team, they're taking you off special teams. Yeah, you're not playing special There's teams. There's no why get hurt on a special teams play. Same at college. Now, maybe you get some time in college on special teams as a freshman because you're a freshman, but or even a sophomore. But I, I just I think that sometimes you're asking guys on special teams to to learn a position. And again, it's football, I understand it. You know, see ball, run after ball, make tackle. Get it. Okay. Got or block. But I, I just those guys don't normally do that throughout their career. Remember, if you're making it to the NFL, you're probably the best of the best. Schwartz was in Tennessee for a, a pretty significant period of time as defensive coordinator, eight years. And when he left, his team was second in points allowed. The year before, they were eighth. The year before that, they were 31st. Mm. So he had three years in a row where they were actually pretty darn crummy in points allowed. And he got it together, and that turned into the head coaching job in Detroit. And his defenses there weren't very good. And then he went to Buffalo, fourth in points allowed. Uh, they got blown up. Then they went to Philadelphia, 12th, and then fourth, and then 12th, and then 15th, and then 20th. So a little bit of a slide. But clearly this is a guy, Andy, who knows how to be a defensive coordinator. He's been an NFL defensive coordinator for 14 seasons. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, and that I like. So to me, that's a good thing. Now, what does he do when he gets in here? You know, what kind of personnel changes does he want? What's he looking for? What kind of staff changes might he want? And, you know, certainly he's going to have some leeway to do, I would think, multiple things that he would want to do. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know how the organization runs like that. It seemed to me like Joe Woods could do what he wanted. That Kevin didn't seem to be too involved in the defense. Yeah. Except for when he had to take questions about it. Then he automatically became involved in the defense. So um, I, I think that if you're Kevin, you just had, you know, you, you had a Ferrari. I guess I don't know. I wouldn't call this a Ferrari, but um, you had a Pinto and you wanted to make sure someone could drive your Pinto and you didn't want to hand it over to a 16 year old. So you handed it over to a race car driver. You with me on this? I think they handed the keys over to somebody I mean, who knows what they're doing. This isn't their so first you're, time. You're calling our defense a Pinto. I'm kidding. I'm just joking. They're not a Ferrari right now. That's for sure. A race car driver and a Pinto. That's not. That's not good. I mean, it, what a waste. It was a joke. You ever, <laughs> you ever had that friend who was a gearhead though, who yeah. would like, soup up the. Well, but not only soup it up, but the car would never work. Like he would always go, oh yeah, I got a I got a V eight in this thing that I swapped out the V six for. I messed with the fuel intake. I did this. It, it was always in parts, but never a full piece. Or never was a full up running on car or something. Yeah, yeah, that was the Browns defense. It was all these gorgeous parts that were never actually put into the car correctly. Is that the deal? A friend of mine just sent me a video. Uh, Jim Schwartz and Jim Harbaugh getting into a fight coming off the field. Who won? Uh, it it appears that Harbaugh slapped him in the back a little too hard. Schwartz took offense, yeah. and they started jawing at each other. Schwartz threw a punch? Uh, no, but it looked like uh, like there were some verbal punches thrown. All right. See? That's what you want. I think we got a fiery guy. I, I just wonder how well, that's going to fit in. 
He he started. He's got his, some passion. Yeah. He's shown that before. Started his career here in Cleveland. I uh, talked with one of his former coworkers back in the day, and he Ding. said he came in as a no kidding. He came in right out of college. Yeah, and was on Bill's staff, and he was basically Bill and Scott Pioli's assistant. But it wasn't like you know, hey, freshen up this coffee. It was breaking down defensive tape and getting involved in you know low level defensive schemes especially sure and he was part of a staff that had a lot of guys that went on to do other things eric mangini was here hand, eric was actually handing out press releases because right. i remember getting one um and then uh, thomas dimitrov who ended up in atlanta as general manager for a long time um he was here and so schwartz was here and then worked his way up and then worked his way out so he He'll walk into that building and have absolutely no idea where he is because they've redone it 14 times. Well, the address is still the same. That's true. They'll just be like, where he are might, those Yeah, he might not recognize. Weren't there houses here? That's yeah. what I would say when I came what, What's this big bridge here? What the heck is oh, this? Oh, it's uh, good to see they haven't made the indoor facility 100 yards yet. <laughs> that reminds me of what it was like before. <laughs> Where's Bill's Hill? Remember that? Oh, yeah. I remember Bill's Hill. I, aren't they supposed to? Make additions to that field house, though? Well, there's room for a lot of stuff. Up. Yeah. Do you want him to have leeway on the roster? Um, I don't think he will. I don't I don't know that Kevin Stefanski has leeway on the roster. I think he gets what they give him. You and they say so? play football, yes. He may have some kind of say if they're trying to break a tie or if they're I, – I, I just – I don't – again, this is from the ivory tower. This isn't from sitting in Berea. I don't – do you think that – Kevin Stavansky has total power over the roster? No, no way. No, but how about this? I would love Jim Schwartz. I, I would love this. I would love Andrew Barry to say, and I, I'm guessing he will because Andrew Barry's a smart guy. I am guessing he'll say, Jim, after you break down tape like crazy of our team, tell me what you need. Tell me what you need. I think, and good, I'll see what we can do. A good stapler is a good place to start. Good stapler, a little bit of scotch tape, maybe some pens. Well, do we need a calendar desk blotter. I don't know. Let me. Don't they're still called desk blotters. Desk blotters. Does anyone I, use those? Anymore? I think they were. Those were great items in the sixties. Sixties, eighties, nineties, even early two thousand. When he was in Philadelphia, let me just throw this at you. He had Fletcher Cox, who was a Pro Bowl. Defensive tackle six times. Um, he had other really good defensive tackles. Javon Hargrave, who was a Pro Bowl defensive tackle. He had Malik Jackson, who was a Pro Bowl defensive tackle. Do we see a pattern here? I see defensive tackles. He'll come in with what? He'll be, he'll be in a 4-3, right? Yeah. So He had Pro Bowl defensive tackles. I can only imagine what he's going to say. Um, hello, Andrew? Yeah. Do we have defensive tackles on this team? I don't think – I didn't see any on tape. Uh, that Perry and Winfrey kid looked okay towards the end of the season. I don't know. But what's he going to say? They need help. We, you know that. I need all that. Well, we all know you, that. you brought in a guy who has had – What are you had, doing at linebacker? Another one for me. Well, you have brought in a guy who has had good defensive tackles in the past. I think that might be – I mean, clearly, we know they need to add more. Right. This just even adds to that, doesn't it? 
Are you good with them hiring somebody with experience? That's the question. Oh, that's, I don't that's know without, that he's the I, guy I wanted. Like, does Jim Schwartz fit the mold? That's my question. I don't. What's know. What's the mold? I was thinking maybe somebody, some young, uh, upcoming go-getter there, Smithers. <laughs> Someone that really wants to, you know, follow the analytics and make you, sure that we're executing whatever they, whatever the book says on Tuesday, no matter he, what the team is. When he was in Tennessee. <laughs> He had Albert Hainsworth, All right. Pro Bowl defensive tackle. Again, pattern here. Guy needs defensive tackles. Let's get him defensive tackles. I like it, and I like it a lot. 216-578-0092 is the number to join us. Schwartz is in. You've been watching football. How far away are the Browns, and does this help them get to where these other teams have been the last weekend, which is playing in the playoffs? It's Baskin and Phelps here on the fan. So you have a defensive coordinator in place, guy who's been there, done that, like it, fine. That's the guy I wanted. Now you move forward. Andy, you watched some playoff football this weekend, and we're going to talk about wild card, uh, the wild card, what do they call it? Super wild card. Super wild card. Super. Super, thanks for asking. Super. Yes, thanks for asking. Is there a word we can use other than super in the NFL, or does it just work? Super bowl, super wild card. I think we have a super conference semifinals weekend coming up as well. <laughs> I think of another word other than super. So you've watched all this. The magnificent wild do you, card do you weekend. Think, do you think the Browns are close no, to this? I don't feel like they are. I do. I watched a lot of games. I watched pretty much parts of every game this weekend. I just don't think we're there. I do. I, I, because the, I wasn't overly impressed with a lot of everything I saw in the playoffs. There were a lot of good games this weekend. There were some great games. There were two duds, I thought. Two duds. Yeah. Last night. Last I, night like was a dud. the first and the last. They were sandwiched. Last night was a dud. <laughs> last night was a dud. I thought Niners Seahawks was kind of a dud, too. Hey, by the way, poor local guy, Brandon Staley. You're up 27 nothing and lose. Oh, my God. They just announced that they fired their offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi. Well, how about that? Were you happy for the Jaguars? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of was, too. Are you, I, but, I like but Doug I, Peterson. I, I like Trevor Lawrence. But I'm wondering if people are happy for the Jaguars because they were, because they don't like. Because they were urbaned? Yeah, because they don't like Urban Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> like, that gives you some kind of a tie to it. Good thing here. there wasn't any urban renewal down there. Thank you. Oh, not even near the rim shot today. <laughs> Must be Tuesday with a Monday off. <laughs> um, yeah, I was happy about that. But see, now, here's the thing. I think the Browns, uh, the, Tampa didn't look very good. Their offense was was putrid. No, last I night. think that was the most disappointing game yeah, of the they, week. They were terrible. I was hoping that Tampa would look better. The Chargers didn't look very good, Andy. You've got a good a good running game there, not as good as the Browns' running game. And... You didn't use it. It wasn't effective, and you coughed up a 27 nothing lead. I think the Browns are comparable to the Chargers. I am not really sold on the Ravens. Let's see what they do with Lamar Jackson. And then if they bring back Lamar Jackson, could they get a wide receiver, please? No, I want more here. I'd like them, if you're them, to get one. Now, you know, you do have Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay. We'll see what they're able to do next year. But I, I think they have holes on their team. They also have J.K. Dobbins 
griping not about happy. The, griping Woo! about the play calling, calling out his second string quarterback. Good lord, man. Um, hello, JK. The kid's just the backup. He's trying his best. I don't know that it was so much him. I think he was mad about the play calling. Didn't get the ball in the red zone. Yeah, he also said it wouldn't happen if Lamar was there. I mean, that's calling out your quarterback. And how about what your quarterback had to say about his franchise? I mean, that is a disaster. Oh, yeah. That was a little fun fun time on Instagram yesterday. I think the Browns can be better than all of those teams quickly if Deshaun Watson plays like Deshaun Watson kind of played in Houston. Jeff, if so the it Browns comes down do it, be- I'm, I'm tired. I'm, when the Browns do it, I'll believe it. I'm just, I'm not trying to be cynical. I just don't think. Hey, could they have hung with some of these teams over the weekend? Yeah. Could they have easily been the Seahawks against the Niners? Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I just like our defense needs help. Our defense needs some kind of makeover. Our, I, I, and our offense needs yeah. to be in sync. And here's the thing: there are three or four teams, Andy, that the Browns aren't close to. Okay, I, they're not. I don't think they're close to Buffalo, even though Buffalo has struggled a little bit. I don't think they're close to Kansas City. I don't think they're close to Dallas. Uh, Jeff, I don't think they're close to Cincinnati. And I, and, and I don't know that they're close to Cincinnati. And the only reason I say that, and the only reason we think they're close is because of what they were able them. to do yeah. Yeah. But, in one given game. But you had 14 teams in the playoffs, Sandy. I think after those five, six top teams, I, I think the Browns could have very easily been a playoff team with a couple of different things that happened during the season couple of breaks but those right. are all excuses i'm done well no excuses. What, I, I don't even mean an excuse on that i just think if you get better quarterback play than you had all season and nothing against jacoby you want to improve on that and then you get a couple of defensive tackles and you you punch up that defense with a guy who's been there done that i think you can knock on that playoff door and get in i do i i just don't think they're that far away better quarterback play and punch up the defense. Well, you just hired a defensive coordinator who should be able to do that if he's given the proper personnel. Andrew Barry, spotlight on you. But does better offensive, would you say better offensive personnel, better offensive play? Better quarterback play. But I, I don't even know that it's, we had better quarterback play in the beginning of the season. At least the numbers tell us that we did. Yeah. They need another wide receiver. You need We've better quarterback play than, than, even, they need help, than, than what Jacoby gave yeah, you. Yeah, but I think he needs help too on top of that. I think he needs need another, another wide receiver. Yeah, I think so. I think you need two. I don't know what they're going to do with the running back situation next year. Well, I, we're going to talk about that coming up at 1 o'clock. Why? Other than Chubb, I mean, obviously. Because it's our, our running back positional breakdown. I thought Chad Brown. Oh, This I see is serious said. stuff. We're talking about our team. Yes, we very need serious. Our team, well, we need our team to get better. Are they a better team now with Schwartz as defensive coordinator than they were when you woke up this morning? Not until they change personnel. You add some personnel to, let's put it this way. If you add, they're a little better right now because I think Jim Schwartz is a better defensive coordinator than Joe Woods. And then when you add personnel to that, you become a better defense. And you're going to get a fresh set of eyes on some of these defensive players. And maybe if Andrew Barry pays attention to his newly hired defensive coordinator and some of the other coaches who might still be here or whatever, Hopefully, they'll add some talent at the right spots, Andy, and maybe adjust some talent at some spots. Jeff, as of right now in your defensive line, you really have one guy returning That's, for sure. That is correct, Andy. You don't have anybody else who you say, yep, you don't, nobody. And as you'll recall, 
I wanted Jadavion Clowney back. And then I and when they brought in Alex Wright I, and drafted him, I thought, great. I said, now go get another defensive end. You cannot have enough of two things, offensive linemen and defensive linemen. And they, Andrew Barry left this team short on the defensive line. And not just the tackle. I mean, Clowney has an injury history. All right. Did he have an attitude history? I don't know that. I've never played with the guy. You've heard some things. What he did have apparently wasn't some kind of a, a thought process there, and then he has since apologized, blah, blah, blah. So he's probably not going to be back. You probably don't want him back. Although maybe, you know, maybe Jim Schwartz likes him. I don't know. We'll find out. And if Jim Schwartz thinks, yeah, I definitely want that guy, well, then, you know, you kiss and make up. And then you go get another defensive end. I mean, that's, it's, it's pretty simple, I think. Uh, Sonny's in, oh, no, he's not. Sorry. I apologize for that. Uh, not so sunny. Not so sunny in Cleveland. No, on the, but it is on game the defensive day. side of the ball. I, don't, I just keep looking at our defensive free agents going into this off season. Our what? Out. Uh, free agents, guys that are currently oh, yeah. on the team. Uh, Anthony Walker, David Bryant, greedy. That's easy. Uh, might, might be easy. Might not be easy. Andy. Greedy's. You think he's gone? Yeah. Yeah. I, Again, you're going to get a guy in Jim Schwartz who's going to tell you, you know what, I really like this guy. Let's bring him back. And maybe, maybe Andrew Barry will pay attention to him, and that will be a good thing. Sonny is now in Bedford. Hi, Sonny. Sonny. Hey, Andy, Jeff, how you guys doing, man? Good. How are you? Hey, I'm hey, hey, Jeff, Andy, both of you guys, I'm a fan. Thank okay, you, Sonny. Jeff, Thank you. Jeff, hey, Jeff, you're doing a damn thing when you, you know, when you hang out with Austin. I mean, I mean, not, uh, I mean, Jim Jones. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Andy. Uh, I've been watching you for years. My mom, my mom loves you. I think my mom had a crush on you. Anyway, <laughs> she go to Heights. <laughs> yeah, I think my mom had a crush on you, man. I'm just yeah, saying. but did she go to Heights? That's the question. Should we go to school together. Oh, uh, yes, she did. Yes, uh, she did. Oh, I went to school. Heights, Heights. Oh, all right. There you go. Tell yeah, her I said yeah. hello. Yeah, I sure will. All hey right. guys, listen. This is this is my my perspective of the Browns. Uh, great hire. I think that's a great hire with the Schwartz. Uh, I will. Uh, a few things I like to see happen, though. Uh, I like for them to bring Jacoby back, and uh, yeah, I, I would trade. Well, they should have traded Kareem Hunt. They should have traded that dude. You know, agreed. I, they should have. They should have traded him last year or played okay? him, Sonny. One or the other. Yeah, I would have traded him. I, I, I just would have. Okay, uh, it, when when you get him the ball, like a uh, uh, third and one, fourth and one position uh, down, he don't he don't come through. Him at Nick Chubb, I I think in fact I think the other guy uh, Ford, I think he can do what they think Kareem Hunt can do. Well, you're gonna want to listen to our positional breakdown, Sonny, at one o'clock because we're gonna talk all about that. You're gonna love Thanks, it, Sonny. Thank you, Sonny. We appreciate the phone call and the kind words. Thank you very much. New defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz. What does our buddy Scott Petrak think? Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com. Scott's next here on Baskin and Phelps. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 